In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Job 36, verses 13 through 16, where I'll ask the question, how does God prompt repentance? Job 36, verses 13 through 16 says, The godless in heart cherish anger. They do not cry for help when he binds them. They die in youth, and their life ends among the cult prostitutes. He delivers the afflicted by their affliction and opens their ear by adversity. He also allured you out of distress into a broad place where there was no cramping, and what was set on your table was full of fatness. Elihu is continuing his explanation to Job that he is in the wrong, that he does not have the right to argue against God and say that he's being unjust. And the reason for that is that Elihu recognizes that Job himself is in sin. It doesn't seem to be some sin of which he is guilty of before all this bad stuff happens to him, but Elihu is pointing out that the sin he's committing is his rejection of God as being just over creation. And it's in this conversation that Elihu points out that God uses the suffering of his people to bring about their repentance so that he can ultimately be glorified. With that in mind, here are three thoughts from Job chapter 36, verses 13 through 16, answering the question, how does God prompt repentance? Thought number one, binding people. Elihu says that the godless person is the one who refuses to be bound by God. They are bound by God and they enjoy it. They enjoy the suffering that God gives them. Their heart is hardened against him. And we get this idea of maybe Pharaoh who God hardens his heart, but who also hardens his own heart against God, where this reciprocal action is taking place. And this is what happens with the godless. That as the Lord punishes people for sin, for those who are his people, that punishment prompts them to repentance. But for those who are godless, for those who are angry towards God, for those who doubt God and his goodness, well, that binding doesn't produce repentance. It just hardens that person further against God. See, but what we need to know is that when God binds us, that he is calling us to repent and that we should listen to that call and actively seek out his favor. Thought number two, adversity. Job is told by Elihu, his younger friend, that it is out of adversity that people are prompted to repentance. It's by allowing that sin to manifest itself in the individual's life that causes them to suffer. And then it's by that suffering they realize they need to change their ways and turn from the wickedness that they're so actively engaged in. It's by the suffering of a rebellious people that they come to repent. This gets played out over and over again in Israel's history. What happens? The people rebel against God and worship some idols. We see it in Judges over and over again. They rebel against God. They worship idols. God sends a people group in to cause them to suffer, to cause them adversity. And it's out of that adversity that they say, wouldn't it be better if we were serving God instead of these idols and then the Lord would help us? So they repent and they turn back to God. When we find ourselves in the midst of adversity, what we might want to ask ourselves is, do I have some unrepentant sin 
that is causing this adversity to manifest itself in my life? Do I have something that I need to ask God's forgiveness for? That would be the reason why this difficulty is happening to me. God uses adversity to bring his people to repentance. Thought number three, escape from distress. The, the great hope that Elihu puts before Job is that he can escape from this distress. And when God puts you in an adversarial situation, when God places you in a difficult situation, your default means of escape is to repent. And that's what we all ought to do. If we find ourselves in distress and we recognize that this distress is because we have sinned against God in one way or another, then our escape from that distress is rooted in our repentance and turning away from the sin that so actively destroys us. See, so often we think that God is just a distributor of blessing. And that's a mistake. It's a mistake to think of God as somehow obligated to bless us for some reason or other. Instead, what we should think of God is that he is a disciplining but loving father who disciplines the children that he loves. And he does so to bring about their ultimate repentance so that they may escape from the distress that they are experiencing. Are you in adversity? Are you experiencing distress? If so, repent. Repent so that you may no longer be bound by God, but enjoy the sweet freedom that comes from being forgiven. These three thoughts come to you from the assigned reading of Job chapters 35 and 36. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.